guys, this is Britt V. Steele, and this is the It's All Right Here podcast. And before we get started, I want to say thank you for being here, and I also want to offer up an apology because with Mercury retrograde and the full moon eclipse, my computer took a header and has been sick. So I'm using an old computer to record this podcast. So forgive me if there's anything sort of wonky about it, but just wanted to give you a heads up on that and say so grateful you're here and I didn't want to miss an episode. So with that, let's get started, shall we? This week's episode, I'm going to be diving deeply into saying no. How do we know when it's okay to say no? And is it ever okay to say no when someone comes to you with a need? And this is piggybacking on a big conversation that I see humanity having around self-care. This whole conversation around is self-care selfish Well, of course it isn't. And yet, sometimes is self-care selfish? Well, perhaps, but does that make it bad? Not necessarily. So I'm going to go into all of these little bits and pieces by telling you a story about something that's been going on in my life and then laying out how I see that this might actually inform you and help you find your way to making better decisions around knowing when you can say no. If you've been following my journey lately, you probably know that a few weeks ago, I got a call on a Tuesday morning and my friend Rocio, she was calling and asking for help. She had two 20-something Ukrainian women who were here in Mexico and they were awaiting approval of their asylum paperwork to enter the United States given what's been going on in the Ukraine and not knowing what the future is for their safety and for their generation and for jobs and water quality and air quality and all said things. And so Rocio was calling to see if I had room at La Sagrada, which is my retreat center in my home, for them to come and be with me. And without even a blink, I said, yes, of course. And without even another blink, I said, When will they arrive? And she said, oh, thank you. They'll be there within an hour. And so it began. Now, this got me thinking about when do we say yes and when do we say no? What are our reasons for doing so? And why is it easy sometimes and hard at other times, even given a situation that looks and feels about the same? And... Our yeses and our noes and the timing of it all and how that affects us and the people we love. It makes me wonder and want to just dive in a little bit into how's that working for us? So I'm going to start with a couple of examples. You know how that goes when somebody calls you in a crisis asking for your help, begging in many ways for your help. And maybe your throat gets tight and you stop breathing because the reality is you're telling a story in your head and you already know that you don't have the time nor the energy to be their rescue remedy. But something in you feels like you can't say no. So you suck it up, you cancel your plans, and you grab your keys and out the door you go to rescue someone else. Whether or not they need rescuing, 
that's to be discussed a little bit further in the podcast. Or here's another example. You come home exhausted from work and it's your night to cook dinner. And all you want to do is to take a hot bath. You're tired, you have a headache, your feet hurt, your back hurts. The question is, can you say no? I mean, really, can you say no? Well, you know you can, but you might doubt whether or not it's the right decision, or you might even doubt whether or not you have the right to do so. You might even think that by saying no to your family, you are somehow putting yourself above them. But I'm here to say that is simply not true. When we share the platform of priority between ourselves and those we love, which might sometimes involve a no, that no to something, little and or short term, like making dinner, for example, is saying yes to having an open heart, more energy, self-assurance, clear vision, emotional availability, and loving kindness to your family in the future. So let me flip that and say exhaustion, resentment, fatigue. Nobody wins if your yes leads you to any of these. One of my favorite authors, John O'Donohue, He says something like this, and this is sort of a rough paraphrase, so forgive me. Emotional maturity is one's ability to hold two seemingly opposite perspectives as true at the very same time. To be able to hold both and, and to know that both are actually true. To be able to say no now. And to be able, in that no, to be able to say yes in a much bigger way later. So let's say that you decide to say no to either one of those circumstances. Let's be clear. No is a complete sentence. And the closer we can get to it just being, no, I can't do this now. Period the better off we're going to be. If we explain ourselves over and over again, we often put doubt in the mind of that person who is hearing us because we're feeling the doubt and the shame within ourselves. And that's for you to hold. That's for you to work through. When the truth and getting right with your truth is that no is just simply no. And so this no is much more effective when it isn't tethered to a whole bunch of shame and blame and, well, I always and you never. All that is just nonsense. So relaxing into our heart, putting our feet on the ground and getting as close to no as a complete sentence as possible, that's the way. Just no and a plan for the future. A conscious, adult, emotionally mature plan for A. Repaying the debt if your no somehow puts your responsibility on someone else. And B. Negotiating terms for how to create wiggle room around the no in the future. Now, another thing I probably better tell you is that this can be really hard at first. At first, you might feel like or it might actually be true 
that you're letting someone down. And that's hard. It doesn't feel good, especially when it's people that we love and care about. And the last thing we want to do is let them down. But in the beginning of turning our attention to getting right with our own truths, taking care of ourselves and filling our own well, it might be necessary to let someone down. It's kind of like putting on the brakes while careening downhill. It might leave some marks and create some smoke and even smell a little raunchy. (laughs) But sometimes it's got to be done because the alternative isn't a sustainable option. Here's the thing. If you want to make room for living the life that you are hungry to be living, the life that truly longs to live through you, and you've heard me say this before and I'll say it again, The bottom line is you got to make space for it because packing your schedule totally tight is not sustainable. And quite honestly, it's not real. So I'm going to lay this out bullet point style just to keep it simple and easy to implement for you. First point, learn to say no. Say no to the little things, the things that are not life or death. The things that might feel like a crisis in the moment, but likely aren't going to even be remembered as a blip in one's life five years from now. Two, take responsibility for your choice. Be willing to say something like, I understand that it's my night to make dinner and it's important that I keep my commitments and that we share the load of this family. And tonight, I am so sorry, but I'm completely exhausted and I'm asking for your support. Can we trade nights? Or might you give me this night so I can take a bath and go to bed? So you provide the opportunity for someone else to participate in the decision. And then you take your no and you take your bath. Number three, Make a plan for how to mitigate problems that look like this in the future. If it looks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, it's probably a duck. That's to say, if you're coming up with a, oh, I can't, oh, I can't, oh, I'm so sorry, oh, I'm so sorry, again and again and again, this is a red light. This is a flashing red light that you have work to do with setting your priorities. You have energy leaks that you and only you can plug so that you learn how to fill the well. That might mean that you're going to need to reorganize and reprioritize your schedule Or if it's a family or work thing, you may need to involve those who are also being affected. Stick with it. The plan will come to be. Everybody can give a little bit. And I'm here to say you might not get a standing ovation now, but give it some time. The truth will tell. Next point. Know that it's not going to be easy to say no. No isn't easy because it most often means that someone important to us or whose opinion of us is important may feel let down. No is hard at first, but when you see that saying no to the less important things in the long run frees your energy, your time, your resources, so that you can say yes to the big things in life without any hesitation, what you'll find is that the end result is actually more generous and more emotionally available, 
and your clarity and your direction and your heart is wide open and you'll feel less resentment. Next, fill your well. Some say put your oxygen mask on first. Others say things like, well, self-care isn't selfish. Whatever language you use, just get right with the truth that when your well is full, you give from a completely different place than when you give from a place of exhaustion, need, shame, guilt, or a desire to be loved or accepted or seen as a giver in the eyes of another. When you fill your well, you give what is overflowing from you, and then the same situation may arise. Perhaps even the exact same ask from the exact same person. And what will happen in you is your whole body yes is, well, a yes. Not a resentful, hesitant, frustrated yes, but a whole body yes. You will know the difference when you say yes from a full well, when you say no from a desire to fill the well. It gets really clear. Sister, when you give for the sake of giving, you drop your agenda. You stop expecting someone to appreciate what you do for them and you do something and or to do something for you in return when you give to them. Instead, you give purely for the sake of giving. This is unconditional love. And it's actually the only thing that is love. Everything else is a farce. And it's pure magic, actually, because this kind of giving also fills the well. It literally feels like some sort of a magic trick because you're giving and you're saying yes and you're filling the well. But that's how love is. It's magic. So here's the deal. These big names I'm going to drop right here, Glennon Doyle, Tara Brock, Deepak Chopra, Gabby Berenstein, Mark Hyman, Elizabeth Gilbert, Jay Shetty, Oprah, Martha Beck, Lewis Howell, Katie Couric. They're all going to tell you the same thing. You got to say no from time to time. And you got to get right with saying no as the pathway to the big yes. Because when the big ass comes knocking at your door, that's when you're going to feel the whole body yes. And it's when you're going to have a whole lot more energy, clarity, direction, and love to give. And then, then sister, everyone wins. Well, that's it for today, and I hope that today's podcast has given you some inspiration, practical tools, and some insights that you can use in your own life. Because if we rise together, if we turn our attention toward the sun, and we allow the shadows to fall behind us, it's from this place that we're going to make the greatest impact in our lives, the lives of those that we love, and in this crazy world at large. If you'd like a little bit more of this, you can go to BrittBSteel.com forward slash 113. That's BrittBSteel.com forward slash 113. 
and there you'll find a checklist that will help you learn how to prioritize and turn your attention to what's most meaningful to you in your life so that you are more equipped and resourced to identify the right place and the right way in which to say no to the less than important things in your life so that when the big yes comes knocking at your door, without hesitation, you are there to serve others and the world. So with that, thank you for being here. It's an honor to be your host for the podcast that I call It's All Right Here. If you enjoyed this episode, please like it where you listened and share it in your social media and with your friends via email. Talk about it when you're on your walk, when you go for coffee, tell your sister, tell your neighbor, tell your boss, because this world needs a little bit more light. And I'm just here to say that when you and I shine and we leave the shadows behind us, this world becomes a bigger, brighter, and better place. Thank you. Big love to you. And I look so forward to being with you next week. Bye for now. Bye for now.